You're listening to the Around the Gorge podcast, your weekly dose of everything Big Red Sports. And welcome back to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network. As you know, we release new episodes every Monday that give you the breakdown on everything going on with Big Red Sports. Everything from squash to fencing will be discussed in a short and sweet podcast that only takes 10 minutes to listen to. Every week you can listen in, and especially this one, as you travel home for Thanksgiving, avoid awkward conversations with family, or simply daydream of all the fixings you'll get just a mere few days from now. We hope that you enjoy the podcast and follow on whatever platform you're currently using. But now it's time for the first segment, Last Week in Big Red. The men's basketball team continued their dominance in pre-Ivy League action. They first beat Colgate 78-68 at home on Tuesday night. It was a great win by the Big Red, but it was largely due from guys off the bench. Sean Hansen, Keller Boothby, Nazir Williams, and Dean Knoll were all in the top five for Cornell scoring. And on top was starting forward Jordan Junes. The team continued their success into Friday, where they completely obliterated Wells College 107 to 48. And this gives a throwback to the 92 Olympics where the dream team beat Angola 116 to 48. Everybody got on the floor for this one. And it was again, Jordan Junes. And with this time, Guy Raglan Jr. Who led big red scoring with 11 points. The women's basketball team also started off the week strong. They first played Binghamton university where they won 67 to 57. This was largely helped by Teresa Grace and Benifo, who dropped 27 on points on the way to victory. Unfortunately, there was a more difficult match ahead against Fairleigh Dickinson University on Saturday, where the Big Red lost 32-63. to While all the players were held to fewer than 10 points, Ania McNicholas was notable with eight boards, the most of anyone in the match. Moving off the court, we focus on the events on horseback. The men's and women's polo teams competed in the Bill Field Invitational in Ithaca this past week. While the team had some great initial success in their wins against the University of Kentucky and Southern Methodist University, both teams would end up losing to the University of Virginia in the championship game on Sunday. Jasmine Umrigar and Pablo Herrera stood out as stars for the Big Red, but the Cavaliers were too much to handle. The equestrian team competed at the Nazareth College this past weekend, but the results are still coming in from the event. Moving on, we have a much more slippery surface. The men's and women's ice hockey team competed at Lina this past weekend. First, the women's team played Quinnipiac on Friday afternoon where they lost 4-0. But after taking some time to regroup, the Big Red came back on Saturday and got a shutout of their own, beating Princeton 2-0. The goals came from Gillis Frechette and Sam Burke. And Frechette also got an apple on Burke's goal to make it two points on the night for her. Lindsay Browning got a shutout, her third of the season already. On the men's side, they played Brown on Friday, where the highly ranked Big Red almost allowed a major upset as the game was tied 2-2 going into OT. But it wasn't long till the Colorado Avalanche draft pick Matt Steinberg got his second OT winner of the season off a pass from everyone's favorite, Mother Russia, Max Andreev, to get the win 3-2. Moving into Saturday, Big Red played much better on the back end, including a shutout by senior Nate McDonald, the first in his collegiate career for the Big Red. 
as they defeated Yale three to nothing. Co-captain Kyle Betts recorded two assists on the night as the Big Red keep the win streak alive. Building on the exciting news, the wrestling team made their home debut against Stanford on Saturday night, where the Cardinal, who is reigning NCAA champ Shane Griffith, was set off to face Julian Ramirez, a freshman from Cornell. But there was little dominance from the school formerly known as the Cornell of the West, as the real Cornell was not messing around. Ramirez beat Griffith to hand him only his second loss in his career. Ramirez came out of the gate quick and made some Houdini-like escapes on the way to a 3-2 victory. But it didn't stop there for the Big Red. The final score was 30-9, and they won almost all of their matches, including a stellar performance by Captain Yanni, who actually sat down with BRSN CEO and correspondent Mike Seitz. Listen in on their conversation. Captain Yanni back at the Freeman tonight. What did you see out of your guys? I thought the team wrestled great. Um, there was a lot of heart. You know, a lot of guys were wrestling really hard. And obviously there's always going to be things to work on. But our team, I thought, showed a lot of passion, a lot of dedication. And, you know, they've been working really hard. And I feel like it, you could see that in the match. One match stuck out in particular, Julian Ramirez. Yeah. What do you think of Julian's match? I'm really proud of Julian. You know, in the past, he's... He's had some struggles, you know, in those really tough matches. He's been right there for so long. You know, we all know how good he is, and he just, he, he you know, he, he, he pulled it together and out-wrestled out a really good guy. You know, he had a takedown on the edge, scored a takedown early in the first, and just shut the guy down. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of his effort. He wrestled really, really hard, and, I, you know, this is just a kickstart for him. You know, I think he's going to have a great year, and, you know, maybe by the end of the year, you know, it might not even be an upset. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident Julian's going to wrestle really well. All right, what's next, Yanni? What are you looking forward to? Uh, CKLV, Las Vegas tournament coming up. You know, um, it's a really tough tournament. It's probably the toughest tournament in the country outside of the NCAA championships. So it's going to be a really, really big test for our guys. And like I said, you know, they've been working really hard, and I'm really confident in what they're going to do. So I'm just excited to, for, for myself to get out there, but, you know, for the team too. I think it's going to be a great weekend for us. To hear Julian's thoughts on the win, you'll have to stick around for a later segment. And I think you know which one I'm referring to. The win was also Coach Gray's first, as it was also the first match he ever coached after graduating from Cornell in 2011. On Saturday, runner Perry McKinnon represented Cornell at the NCAA Cross-Country Championships in Tallahassee. The Quebec native finished 173rd out of 253 racers and made everyone in the department extremely proud. Congrats, Perry. Now to the pool to cool off. Both the men's and women's swimming and diving teams competed against Princeton and UPenn on Saturday in Ithaca. Though the matches were hard fought, the Quakers and Tigers were too strong for the Big Red as all four matches ended in a loss. Moving to the field, the men's football team had their seniors day at Sholkoff in the Empire Bowl against Columbia. Despite the Big Red throwing for 273 combined yards, three times Columbia's 91 yards, the Lions defeated the Big Red 34-26. And what was a season full of ups and downs? We want to congratulate all of those at Cornell who are moving on, especially the fifth years, who helped develop the program over their time at Cornell. Special shout out to Pickering native Keenan Clark, who was drafted by CFL's Saskatchewan Rough Riders. To close off the week, the squash team had lots of matches in Philly this past weekend. First, on Saturday, both the men's and women's squash team swept Bates College 9-0 in a dominant fashion. Though Sunday's matches brought on a bigger challenge, as the Big Red both lost 4-5 to the University of Virginia. 
Moving on, we have the touchdown dance. Each week, we want to celebrate one moment that really stood out from the rest of the action. As I hinted to earlier, this week's touchdown dance is Julian Ramirez, the freshman wrestler who took down the reigning NCAA champion this past Saturday. Listen in on another exclusive interview with correspondent Mike Seitz as he talked with Julian after the win. What do you think of the atmosphere in the Freedmen this evening? I think the atmosphere was awesome. I uh, Honestly, it had a lot to do with my win. I wouldn't say it was everything, you know, first crediting to Mike and Kellen and Donnie and Gwiz, you know, they helped me a lot. And then, but as far as the atmosphere, my teammates, my mom, so happy to have my mom come up from Florida. And then just having a bunch of my friends in the crowd, let alone the home crowd in general, was awesome. So the atmosphere was great. Yeah, you look physically amazing tonight. What have you been up to the past couple months? How did the hard work you put in over the course of training factor into this win? Um, knowing I had Shane and Stanford, you know, it's been on my mind a lot. I've imagined the match a hundred different ways. Him winning, me winning, me losing by a lot, me winning by a lot. Um, but as far as everything, you know, I... Frankie Pirelli and Yanni helped me a lot with my diet. I think that's a huge factor. I've been feeling a lot better lately. I have never dieted in my life, realistically. Um, so that was a huge part of it. And, you know, I've just been focused. You know, I haven't been trying to do anything besides wrestle and wrestle in school, realistically. You know, that's been my life the last few weeks. So, what are you looking forward to for first next? Um, Monday, get back to training. Let's do it. Thanks, Julian. Congratulations to Julian. Next up, we have the faithful poll, an over-under about the week ahead in Big Red Sports. Last week's poll was an over-under of 79.5 points for men's basketball in their game against Colgate. While they did win the match, they only scored 78 points, meaning they were just under the 79.5 mark. This week, faithful polls an over-under of three goals for the Big Red in the red-hot hockey game against Boston University. Although Boston University is also highly ranked, I'm going to have to go with over three goals as the Big Reds offense have been quite dominant as of late. But let us know what you think by filling in the poll on our Instagram at CornellBRSN. This week is a little lighter than most as the nation takes pause and celebrates Thanksgiving on Thursday. So before we move on, I want to thank all the people who have helped out the podcasting department at BRSN this semester. A special thanks to Mike, Jay, Ashton, Sasha, Natalie, Matthew, Gabe, Ashley, Eli, Jaden, Alex, Sean, and Ben. And last but certainly not least, Skylar, who is the only reason why this department exists. So big thanks to everyone who helped out and happy Thanksgiving. But before you go, it's time for the weekly forecast. The men's team heads to Pennsylvania on Monday to take on Penn State before they play St. Francis University at home on Wednesday night. As well, the women's team plays on Wednesday but in the afternoon at Newman Arena against the University of Albany. They are also set to face Lafayette College on Sunday in Pennsylvania. And finally, another Thanksgiving means a return to Madison Square Garden for the Big Red as they face Boston University on Saturday night in the Red Hot Hockey Game. So make sure to get tickets if you're in the city this weekend. And that's all we have for this one. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and for supporting the podcast. Make sure to share with your friends and leave a review to let us know how we're doing. I'm your host, Michael Farku, and that's what's going on around the gorge. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure that you share with your friends and follow so that you never miss out. Don't forget to check out the Big Red Sports Network at 
CornellBRSN on Instagram. Until next time, go Big Red! <laughs>